B&H Gold. Ah, hello again, and welcome to another episode of B&H Gold with uh, myself, H, and you... B. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. It has been a while. You know, that's the great thing with podcasts, so, is you don't have to do them every week, and they don't have to be the same length. That's great, isn't it? How great's that? That's just it's brilliant. Wonderful. It's like radio without any rules. And you can probably even swear if you, you can. Get away with it. Well, we've you know we've we've towed the water with a couple of um, couple of words you might not necessarily get away with on uh, straight radio. Well, of course, radio TT's coming up. You can get away with anything on that. Oh yeah, you'll be in the pits swearing your head off. Won't oh you? yeah, you'll be absolutely. effing this and be that. And, yeah. You know, and what's that? What's that? A sidecar? What's that then? How does that differ from a motorbike? That sort of stuff. <laughs> you heard me last year, then. I yeah. did. Yeah, it's good. That was my favourite. That what's that one? What's the one with three wheels called? <laughs> It was like going there. Now to our technical correspondent. No, I thought you fitted in well. Thanks. With all the sort of the bikery. A lot of helmet types. talk. Yeah. You, look, you're doing a lot of helmet. You're down there again, though, aren't you? Yeah. Are you wandering yeah. around again? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the, the plan. Yeah, I just follow in his immensely big shadow. And uh, do you know, it's, I think... Well, it was quite handy. You're both the same size. Well, no, yeah, it's true, actually. Um, it's incredible to me that it's come round again, to be honest. I can't quite believe it but as with all of those things that happen around the same time every year I think it's because it's those permanent markers that just seems to come around quicker and quicker each time but yeah. looking forward to it and if the weather is as good as it is as we speak today all will be well it will it will uh, we hope so it's uh, someone told me it was going to be the someone's going to be cracking the flags for the next three weeks was it the Daily Express you know the Daily Express does that every year don't they? does it yeah, yeah. It's going to be the hottest year. summer hottest ever. Hottest summer and coldest winter. How yeah. do I get away with that? I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to dwell on the negative because oh, as no, you sorry. know, regular B&H listeners, we are all about happiness and smiles here. Right. That's all this little podcast is about. It's trying to bring a little breath of fresh air and happiness. A little breath of fresh air. What did I say? A little breath of fresh air. Oh, I see what you did there. Thanks. A little breath of fresh air. Ah. Right, moving on. Um... I looked. This popped up on my in my post today. It was mm-hmm. uh, it's a wonderfully badly written uh, piece, and it's American uh, American U.S. Times, I think it was, or a uh, an online article on the U.S. Times. In any case, the amazing British island has huge sharks swimming offshore and hundreds of wild wallabies. Where can they mean? They they will love that. Well, they mean the Isle of Man, which apparently, according to this article, the Isle of Man is home to incredible biodiversity. True. You know, there's some truth in that, yeah. biosphere or whatever. And is even referred to as the British Isles of Galapagos. I've um, never heard the Isle of Man called the British Isles of Galapagos. No. It's no. A, it's a new one on me, that one. Um, it then further on, I rather like it says, it goes on about the sharks and the Manx whale and dolphin watch, which is lovely, uh, all wonderful things are going on there. Uh, the unique harbour porpoises and their calves can be seen in Manx waters during the summer months. The best time to see them is between March and October. Other marine life that can be spotted on the Isle of Man include harbour porpoises. <laughs> <laughs> Bottlenose dolphin, short-beaked dolphin and minky whale. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of spell checking or perhaps the proofreading oh, might yes. not go amiss there. There's a picture underneath there, which I rather like this one as well which uh, shows a, a picture of the electric tram with a captain underneath saying, the capital of the island has a tram that is pulled by a horse. <laughs> oh, dear. And it's got a picture of the MER. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, uh, clearly there's been a lot of time spent looking at this one. Uh, they talk about the wallabies quite a bit, which, you know, is fair enough. We have got wallabies and apparently over 500. A night in a hotel on the island can be booked from £24.50. <laughs> Oh, where are you going? That is pretty good, That's actually. That's amazing. Isn't it? And then this, uh, 
just to finish off, it says the British seaside town has now been voted the best in the country. And that's why you should visit this seaside town that was once considered the worst place to stay for the weekend. <laughs> oh, I'd love to meet whoever wrote that. It can hardly take more than 30 minutes to get to the island by plane. They clearly haven't been recently, have they? No. It takes two days just in the airport before you actually get anywhere. Oh, dear. Love it. Love that one. Oh. Uh, here's another one uh, which... <laughs> Caught my eye as well. You might have, uh, I don't know, you've obviously been for the odd job interview here and there. Woman bewildered after interviewer tells her she's not rough enough for the job. I was thinking of you when I saw this one. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely, that is. A woman was flabbergasted when she received feedback on her job interview. The hiring manager rejected her because she wasn't rough enough for the office banter. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that nowadays? I eh? wondered about that. I assume no. not, realistically. Do you think oh, you were rough enough for your, for your office banter? No, oh, I'd be rough enough. You'd be okay. I thought you'd be all right there, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'd be fine. Um, yes, apparently that's what they thought. It was um, there were quite a few of them, and uh, they felt that she wouldn't really fit in because she was a bit sort of nice, really, and might sort of get a bit. It's all PC-ish, I guess, is it? I, I can know. see why she'd be upset with that, but uh, no doubt there might have been a payout in it. You can't say that sort of thing nowadays, can you? I, I wouldn't have thought so. No, you wouldn't. Wouldn't have thought so. Uh, they, they were looking into other interviews or interviewees why you couldn't actually go there. Uh, interview feedback. One woman said she was rejected from a, a telephone-based job because she wasn't tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I was told I was too young-looking, and they weren't sure people would take me seriously. It was a telephone-based job. I was nearly thirty at the time." The interviewer commented on my height, five foot two, twice during the interview, and said they were a tall team. <laughs> so this isn't. Did the you rough get that one. when you came when you came here? No, I'm they ignoring say, you. You're a bit shorty. No. I'm ignoring you. Oh, okay. I'm slightly taller than five foot two. That's true. You are actually. Oh, one about this. 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 I thought made me think of here as well. Um, there was a woman who said a third posted. Uh, I was turned down because I was too proactive. <laughs> this. I would get frustrated very quickly at the slow pace at which they work. <laughs> that could have been me, actually. That definitely could, that have, definitely been could have been me. Yeah. Um, did you see the one about Ed Sheeran? No, go on. I was in there, yeah. Uh, apparently, a, um, a cockerel in Ed Sheeran's hometown called Rory has been getting complaints from neighbours because he's too noisy in the morning. Is that the story because he comes from where... Um, Ed Sheeran comes oh, from. He comes from some home, where does he say, some hometown somewhere. It's a little uh, Framlingham, Framlingham right. in Suffolk. That's his hometown or his family town. Okay, and but it's lady, not his cockerel. No, it's not. It's a lady called Julie Smith. and She owns Rory the Cock and apparently he's very noisy. And, um, well, obviously Ed, Ed doesn't like getting up with the cock, as they say. You only use that story so you could say that. I've got one for you. Oh, you go ready? On, go on then. I'm, I'm all ears. A driver uh, pulled... Don't say anything about that. I was looking at pictures of myself as a young lad the other day, and I was actually all ears. Did you grow into them? I think I did, yeah. But they seem to stick out more, which is weird, and they've sort of flattened as I've got older. That's not a bad thing, yeah. is it? Yeah. You've been worn a lot of scarves around your head. Well, it could be working at Max Radio, clamping oh, the headphones. Yes, of I'm just sort of clamping them to my head over the years. So, yeah. th th so anyone them? listening who's <laughs> obviously got you know big sticky out ears, if you know you were thinking of a job in radio, it could be the job for you. Yeah. Good anyway, point. Go on. A driver pulled over for speeding tried to switch places with his dog to avoid arrest, according to police. An officer in Colorado said he saw the man move over to the passenger seat on Saturday night, shortly before insisting he wasn't behind the wheel. It's alleged he showed visible signs of drunkenness and ran away from the officer when asked how much alcohol he'd consumed. But the suspect didn't get far and was caught just 18 metres, that's 60 feet away. Ooh. He was arrested in a small town called Springfield, sounds familiar, which has a population of around 1,300 people.
Yeah. Do you think his dog, dog was called Rover? <laughs> I love that. I'm trying to switch places with his dog. There's only a certain level of drunkenness, I think, where you think that that could possibly work yeah. as an idea to get you out of something. And then the police were, oh, that's all right. Then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. dog was driving. No worries. <laughs> Off you go. I do love it. If you ever see a van parked and they've got a dog and it's sat in the driver's seat when the driver's out doing something else and it does look like the driver is the dog. Yeah, I've seen that before. But yes, you've got a little dog up on the dashboard. <laughs> the one that always gets me is is when the dogs stick their heads out of the window. They love it. They look like they look... Well, I presume they love well, it. They, they clearly, I mean, they're not being forced to do it. No. Really. If they open the window, they stick their nose out. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know, dogs' noses, as we all know, are about 100 or 500 times more sensitive than our noses. And you think, if I stick my head out the window and the car's zooming along at 30 or 40 miles an hour, I'm thinking, whoa, yeah, you get bombarded. Yeah. How come the dog doesn't get sort of absolutely knocked out by this sort of tidal wave of smells and air whistling past his nose? If only you could ask them. If only you could. Maybe you should. A friendly vet. That's what we need. Right. Friendly vet. Okay. Um, oh, look, I was looking. Uh, I've, been, I've been busy on the bloopers. Oh, go you on know, then. We're doing, it's, been, it's actually, bearing in mind, we have actually been working hard here at Max Radio to improve standards over the years. So finding bloopers has been getting a bit difficult. I think people have been taking my plea to be a little bit more crap um, <laughs> because we, we are doing fairly well. We're only just coming up halfway through the year and we, we've got one or two quite good ones. Okay. I wondered about Phil Gorm, but I thought I might save him for... Oh, gosh, that is possibly the best thing I've ever heard. Now it's calmed down a little bit and I've got over it. It is an absolute belter. In programming, now he's known as Phil (laughs) Gorm. Are you definitely allowed to say that in the podcast? I might have to bleed that out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're not going to use Phil (laughs) Gorm. Don't say it again. We are going to use this one. Here we go. So what about this? Um... This actually, I didn't notice someone, I think uh, our Ben might have plopped this one. This was last month in April. Manx Radio with the House Martins and Happy Hour. Oh, I... This, this is, is seasonal, <laughs> isn't it? You're a bit early or well, late. Well, that wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> Hang on, we can we should enjoy a little bit of... Just pretend it's December. Just oh, pretend dear. it's December. Just pretend it's December. So this is, I think we'll be hearing this again in December on oh, the Super Reel. Well, this this was actually meant to happen. You're uh-huh. right. This was a little teaser yeah. to when sound bites will return <laughs> in December. Of course, this was all definitely meant to happen, but we can, we can sort this out. Should we try... Should we try? <laughs> I'm quite enjoying this, though. Imagine if you're shine. just tuning in, thinking, how long have I been asleep for? Yeah, it's, it's December. That's Happy Christmas, Good line, Sean. Uh, yeah, let's try this again. Sound bites. Oh, that's better. Normal service. Oh. You know, it's that feeling, isn't it, when you push something and something unexpected happens. <laughs> You've been there before, haven't you? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, this, you know, you might have known this one. Have you done that recently? Have you pushed anything and found anything unexpected? Just carry on. This one, I think it came from one of your crew, this. This is um, the wonderful Christian Jones uh, talking to Claire Christian uh, in a zoo, apparently. (laughs) I don't actually know what's going on, but clearly he'd gone down to talk to Claire Christian MHK about something fairly, presumably fairly serious. And this sort of thing happened. Um, And making it clear. um, Sorry, there you go. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) There she is. She's having a good bark. No, hang on. Sorry. Stop it. Stop it. She's got her ball. Hang on. <laughs> Come on, next door. Go on. Next door. Go on. Take your ball next door. Go on. In there. In there. I think it. <laughs> Sorry, my cat just meowed then. <laughs> We've got a zoo. 
Right, I'm going into my bedroom now. Oh. Just... <laughs> what was she doing? That was so <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love the fact it sounds like Chris is just following her around. <laughs> we must document this one. It's where he's following her. <laughs> no, don't go there. Gosh. Yeah, well. Right. It, it's, all it's, happens, it all it? happens. It all happens one way or another. Uh, and this one, um, I quite, uh, I quite enjoyed this. You get, you know, obviously with the man in line, which I sometimes cover doing the production. You get low. You get so many messages into the man in line sometimes. If it's a, a topical issue or one which has a lot of debate about it, fluoridation uh, has been a big one of late. Mm-hmm. And this, um, this call <laughs> was left uh, after the man in line on fluoridation uh, a week or so back from. Um, he didn't leave a name, the character. He's clearly a local lad, though. Clearly a local lad. All right, yes, sir. It's Josh from Andrews. I'm just saying about the fluoride in the water there, but I don't think we should do it there, because you shouldn't be contaminating the man's water. The man's water should not be contaminated. We should keep it fresh. We should keep it pure. we got the Sobe Reservoir there running it well. And I don't think you should be putting nothing in it. I've been having baths for 46 years, and I tell you what, to keep my skin fresh and pure, and I'm drinking the tap water every day. Do not put the fluoride in the water, I tell you that right now. I'll be coming and having a skeet there soon, but take care now. <laughs> Please tell me Andy played that out. I thought it probably was best that he didn't. Oh, I could play it out yeah. tomorrow. I'm uh, covering Man and Line yeah. tomorrow. Oh, if we just bleep out one yeah. little word, yeah. it'd be all right, wouldn't it? It'd be fine. Yeah, be no worries. Be no worries. Oh, well, there we go. We hope that might have put a little smile on your face. Any? Um, have you got any little smiley faces that you've seen around of late? Any sunny smiles? Any nice smiles of late? I really no, want to anyone? say yes. I'm sure I have. Yeah, yeah. Loads. You no, know, I haven't got a classic for the last uh, couple no. of weeks, I don't think. I Maybe everyone's been too one. busy. Yeah, um, maybe. Although I did see Tanya Anderson, the gardener, quite recently. And I must oh, say thank you to yeah. her because she dropped off some uh, a tomato plant for me. Very kindly, a very oh. rare one that she'd been growing. And she said, oh, you can have one of these. So oh, she lovely. dropped it in especially. And I didn't actually see her, but I was talking to her earlier. And she always has a little big, she big, does. big yes. beaming smile. She yes. always looks happy in her work, yes. which she is because yes. she's doing what she loves. So there we go. I'll nominate her. And uh, food, um, I'll tell you what I was thinking about the other day and something I'm making this very weekend. Go on. It's a divider, this one. Cold soup. Like gazpacho. Yeah, except it's not gazpacho. I'll be, I'll be making I'll be making pea and lettuce soup this uh, this weekend. Uh, don't I'm not going to tell you why, but I am. Why aren't uh, you going to tell me why? Because I don't want to. But I want to know why now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have wanted you? to know why know. before, but I now it. I really I, want to know why. Now it's tell just, me why. Just, it's just going to really bug just you. Just tell me why. No. Okay. Why? No. 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 You, you can. Have you got people around? No. no. So I'm going to turn it off in a minute. There might be having people around. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. We've got a lot of peas. Pardon me? You've got a lot of peas. Well, I will have once I've been to the freezer. I haven't got peas in the garden. I have got peas in the garden, but they're not ready yet. But there will be pea and lettuce soup with Tarry. But why can't you just heat it up? Like, you could you could have it cold if you wanted. You but then if you've got people coming round, have you? Might have. Right. Then they could have it warm. They could, but they're not getting it warm. They're getting it cold because it's cold soup. No, because it makes me sort of uh, gag, a, <laughs> gag a little bit. Was that more of a belch than a gag? <laughs> It's the thought of it being cold. Yeah. I mean, it's cold things that are meant to be cold. Ice cream, meant to be cold. Soup, not meant to be cold. Well, you can have fruit soup, can't you? What? Fruit soup. Is that not just fruit juice? No, it's fruit soup. No, it's juice. No, it's not it's soup. juice. It's soup. It's juice. It's not juice. It's You can have fruit soup and you can have cold soup. 
and it's not the same as juice, and it's not the same as hot soup. It's cold soup. And juice it's not from juice. fruit is juice. I didn't say it's just juice. Just from is juice, but cold fruit soup isn't just juice. I don't it's believe got, you. It's got other things with it. No. Right, we'll ponder that one for a while then. Uh, you, um, oh yeah, you need to pick a little bit of music. What's some nice piece of music? Pick something you've been listening to recently. Something really like. that I have been listening yeah, to well, recently. Do you know I've not or listened to a great deal of music. I couldn't honestly. Top I mean, of the tops or. I'm, I honestly know I sound like a very old person. Well, you, you know, you're not far off. But I mean, you passed your first flush of youth. Put it that way. Go on. <laughs> Says you, yeah. Says you. Um, I don't know a lot of these uh, modern ones. I tell you what, I do like beat combos. I, I tell you what, I do like Beatles, Pickety Witch. Oh, will you stop? Oh. What I like. Deacon Blue, Ship Called Dignity. Like that one. Nice 80s track. Always reminds me on a Friday night, there's always the Top of the Pops reruns. We're into 1994, just coming to the end of the run of um, Wet, 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 which is at the top, did you know, for 15 weeks, knocked off by Wigfield. No. Um, but yeah, Deacon Blue, they're a good uh, good band. Deacon it's a Blue. good sing-along one. Perfect and um, what are you doing at the weekend? This weekend? Um, well, I might get in the garden if it's nice. What else are you doing? Um, like at the Tesco's. Other well, shops are available. Are you, are you making anything? Yeah, I'm making cold soup. Why? <laughs> because I'm serving it for dinner. I told you, I knew I'd find out. There you go. Yeah. Right, lovely. Right, we'll see you next time. Say bye. Bye. There's a man I meet, walks up our street. He's a worker for the council, has been 20 years. And it takes no one about nobody. And litter off the gutter Puts it in a bag And never thinks to mutter And he packs his lunch in his sunblast bag The children call him bogey He never lets on But I know cause he once told me He let me know a secret About the money in his kitty He's gonna buy a dinghy Or to call her Dignity my holidays, they'll be doing rounds, they'll ask me how I got it, I'll say, I saved my money, I say, isn't she pretty, it should come the and I'm telling a story, in a faraway
B&H don't condone smoking or any other dirty habits that are bad view other than the ones Biff likes. Any similarity between the podcast B&H Gold and the Benton and Hedges cigarette of the same name is intentional and done purely for comic effect, albeit piss poor. Beth Espy is the registered trade name of Beth Espy Enterprises, available for voiceovers, corporate hosting, TV shows about cars, talking about motorbikes with greasy biker types, and looking after other people's children, but not at the same time. H is the first letter of Howard Kane. The series is sponsored by no one at all. It isn't likely to be. Alex Brindley loves trains.